Hello and welcome back to Binge Podcast. My name is Kara and I'm your host. And here with me today I have my lovely fiance Mason. Happy to be back on. Alrighty. And so we have him today and we're going to be talking about another series. But this time it will actually be our first movie series that we're talking about. And so this week's episode is called You're a Wizard, Bitch. And so we're going to be talking about the fourth biggest movie franchise of all time, which is Harry Potter. So I actually saw the first movie, I think, before I read the first book because my sister was reading them and watching them and I was the little sister and I just wanted to be included. And I became obsessed with the movie and I really wanted to read the books. And so I did. And so what, what did you read first or did you watch first? I read first. I'm the oldest, so I started reading them about fourth grade in elementary. I think I went through them pretty quickly. I really enjoyed the series. But my family had the policy you couldn't watch a movie until you've seen the until you've read the book. So that was kinda the process to see the Harry Potter movies. I end up thinking I saw the last one in theaters with my family. Really? I actually I don't think I saw the last one in theaters. Um, but I, I own them all on DVD, including two copies of The Half-Blood Prince, because we bought that one individually first when we saw it, and then we saw the whole case, so we bought those, and so now I have two copies of The Half-Blood Prince. I don't think I've actually seen the case of it. You haven't seen my case of... It's here, some actually, somewhere. I brought it here so we could watch it at some point. Um, I brought my... That's the whole reason I brought my Blu-ray... DVD player up here, too, because, believe it or not, I don't watch a ton of DVDs anymore. Yeah, fair. I haven't seen it, apparently. Let's we'll see it later. We'll have to. We keep saying we're going to have a marathon. But anyway, that's besides the point. But obviously, you can tell we enjoy it, because we've talked about rewatching it again and watching it together. And so, um, so in case you haven't seen, heard, read, or don't just don't know anything about it, Harry Potter follows, of course, the main character, Harry Potter, and his life, he he's living in the human world, or as it's described, muggle world, which would be non-wizards, because his parents were murdered by the dark wizard Voldemort, or he who must not be named, because most people are too afraid to say his name. Um, but And he tried to kill him too, but he didn't die, and so now he has a lightning-shaped scar in the middle of his forehead. So now he lives with his uncle, aunt, and cousin, the Dursleys, and he lives under their stairs because they're terrible, horrible, awful people, and they're pretty mean to him. But anyway, one day he gets a letter in the mail, an owl shows up, and then he's gets a, he, there's a letter, and it says he's been accepted to Hogwarts, which is the wizarding school, and this is all in the UK. And so, uh, there's a lot of issues because his... His family is, like, jealous or whatever, and they, they've never really liked him. Um, but the whole th- he winds up going eventually, and it just kind of follows his adventures and his, him, his friendship with uh, Ron Weasley and Hermione Granger and all the things they get into. And basically, things kind of go wrong, and they have to go on an adventure to, like, go stop Voldemort. Okay. And that's that's the first one. There it goes on in several books. It it's seven books and eight movies because the last one's in two parts. I think a part that a few things I wanted to mention. I guess it is a spoiler in the sense, but it's pretty introductory to the book about Voldemort and Harry's relationship. Like 
Harry's pretty famous in this world. Like, people know the name Harry Potter. Right, but he doesn't know them yet. No. Until he goes over. For him to be introduced to Hogwarts and get his acceptance letter, because he is to date the only person that Voldemort has not killed when he attempted to kill him as a baby. Except, except, and I'm sorry to interrupt, but it's pretty important to know, they never came for him or anything because you don't go until you're like 11, right? Yes, you have to have a certain age. So that's a pretty important thing. They didn't just, they weren't just, well, I guess they kind of left him out to dry, but... I think it was implied they're at least watching over him, making yeah. sure nothing gets too bad, but they wanted to stay completely out of his life. Well, because some of the wizards dropped him off there is basically what happened, because it's still his family, even if they're terrible people. And then, uh, I'm not sure if you remember this, I barely remember it. Uh, I think it's explained, they don't say his name, because I think, if I wasn't mistaken, there's like a curse on his name itself. Voldemort's, they don't say his name because... Oh, people thought, name, he, people thought he was listening. He is able to listen. If you say his name, they could pinpoint exactly where he was. Like, he had some sort of curse around the word. Yeah. So, that was kind of the reason they just went by he who shall not be named. So then, once he gets there, he also gets to learn some more about his family. He gets to go outside places of the school and the wizarding world and go buy his stuff and learn that he has, like, a ton of money in the wizard bank, Gringotts. And so he just, it's just a whole journey of kind of like figuring out who he is and then um, trying not not to get murdered a second time, basically, because Voldemort apparently wants to finish the job. And so, yeah. Um, So that's kind of what the first one's about. And then the rest of them follow like similar storylines. There's, he's with his friends and they're doing stuff and also learning how to be wizards and casting spells and making potions and all that jazz all that magical stuff and so it's they're really good i really enjoy them um obviously but some but i've always really enjoyed it i may or may not have been hermione granger like five halloweens in a row i may have gone to my public library dresses her for a harry potter convention um and trivia and I, I've done a lot of things. I own her wand. I've been to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter in Orlando I several times. Um, I, I made my own robes. I made my own tie. I made my own wand out of a stick before I got the nice one. So I'm a, I'm a real, as they like to say, Potterhead. I really enjoyed Harry Potter. You've sadly blown me out of the water, I think, in that case. But I can tell you, I've seen the story movies plenty of times i think i've read the books plenty of times actually i went through the whole story more than once oh yeah i went to orlando as well as it's been years but well we went together on one trip we did a couple years back and then uh two trips we went on two trips together yeah we did man it's been i forgot yeah it's been a minute but uh we had that i think i may have had one as a kid it's been a very long time i think i had a harry potter themed birthday once that was wait 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 which one did you have or was it just a just I think a, your own? I like that one. Dumbledore. Dumbledore is like the headmaster, and if you don't know what that is, because you're not British, it's a principal. Yeah, he was just the principal of the school. No, but he's so much cooler though. He's like a really cool principal. He has his own trading card in the box of candy. That it, Whenever you buy a chocolate frog, you could get you could get a you had a chance to have a Dumbledore like picture in there. I no, guess. like a card, like a Yu-Gi-Oh card. <laughs> I would have gone Pokemon card, but, you know, teach their own. 
But uh, I think this is a good way to segue into kind of the world-building aspect. There's a lot of things that aren't necessarily pertain to the story, and I think it benefits a lot of kind of expanding what the world is. For example, them going to little shops and, like, seeing all the new products, little candies and stuff. Or the brooms that they ride, and then all the different pets. Like, these are all things that aren't necessarily, I would say, super important to the story, but play a big part in you kind of getting a better feel of what the world is and learning more about it. And I think that world-building aspect is fun to an extent. You're right. And, well, and I wouldn't say... This is going to sound weird because I'm going to say it makes it seem more realistic. Although, obviously, hearing about the goblins that work in the the bank doesn't make it seem like this is a real thing. But it does, like, in a sense that they have their own currency. They have their own means of transportation. They have their own foods. They have their own drinks. They have all these special things that are unique to them, like we do in our own world. And it's like, it makes it more believable, so to say. Or you can just get into it more because you get to hear about all these things. So, what would what would you say your favorite one is? I don't. I'm not book or movie or both. I think my favorite. I'm gonna just call them story out of the series. I think it'd be an easy one to put it. All right. I'm not really sure. I'm a big fan of the fourth one actually. The Goblet of Fire was one I particularly enjoyed. I don't know why. In to not really spoil too much, they just basically have a uh, tournament where various schools come together called the Triwizard Tournament. Yep. And it's an international event where schools like Hogwarts that represent the different countries all come together and compete. And it's kind of like the Wizard Olympics for kids. Yeah, that's the best way I could put it. <laughs> they all have events. They're not quite... They're all magical-based events. But either way, I found it really fun. It gave you a lot of insight into the other countries' wizarding schools and kind of the culture that revolved around all the different places. And I think just overall, outside of the tournament itself, it gives a lot of story towards, you know, the overarching Harry Voldemort story as well. And his friends and stuff. And I also think that that really adds to the world building, showing that there are other places that have the schools and stuff, and it's not just... Like, it's the only one. Oh, yeah. And I think in their spinoff series, you could see a bit more of that with the other, uh, was it Magical Beast? Oh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. There's three movies of those, and originally, it's it's actually not based on, like, one of the books, like the other ones are. It's loo- it is kind of loosely. They have, like, like, they have a class where they learn about the Fantastic Beasts, basically, the magical creatures that there are, because there's, like, unicorns and hippogriffs and all pygmy puffs and all different types of animals there that like we don't have and like so they had like a manual basically it was basically like their textbook and jk rowling actually wrote that little textbook just for funsies and so people could buy and look at it and be like oh look at all the different animals and the descriptions and this stuff so it's based around there except there's actually no story because it's based on like being a textbook so that was really interesting because she just they just came up with a new story to make the movies around. But it has some. It's actually like a prequel. It's way before them, but we get to because we get to see like a younger Dumbledore and then some new characters and they're pretty interesting. My main point with bringing up the book was uh, with its relationship to Hogwarts. It's not set in the UK. This one is set in actually wasn't America was the one. Right. So you get to hear at least a little bit about their school. They have their own, like, wizard government. Because there's one in uh, the UK, but that's not the overarching body. It's just the body of, like, that general area, much like the world has different 
overmarking like bodies of government. Right. Oh my goodness, I can't believe we forgot something so important. What did we forget about? We didn't talk anything about the houses. Oh yeah, well. <laughs> That's a huge part of the story. How did we forget to mention that? You want to go into that? Yes. Okay. So we'll get to my favorite one later. Um. Um. So. A big part of the story is they have different houses. They have four houses. They have Gryffindor, Slytherin, Ravenclaw, and Hufflepuff. And so they you get sorted into each one by the sorting hat, which is literally just like a living witch hat. You know, tell you, it kind of like reads your mind and is like, ooh, you belong here, here, or here. So like Gryffindor is for people that are like brave. And then Slytherin is for people that are more cunning. And a lot of the people in there turn out being evil, so a lot of people don't want to be in there. Um, Ravenclaw is for, like, people who are wise or smart. And then Hufflepuff, people usually joke, is just the other one. But it's supposed to be, like, they're more kind, basically. Yes. I will say my one issue I have with the story is the fact that they mentioned Slytherin being this sly, cunning, but, like, intuitive sort of group of people. And that could fit a bunch of people, but it does boil down as... They're the evil group of the four. And yeah, I understand those are Well, traits. not all of them are, though. Like 99% of them are. <laughs> the vast majority of them I are I mean, evil. that's what happens. I mean, it's based off a guy named Salazar Slytherin. That is I like, mean... That's an evil name. That's a that's a that's that's an evil name if I've ever heard one. They're, like, his parents knew. I mean, what's their uh, little uh, animal they have? Like, what's their... It's a snake! Yeah, it's about... Each a... one has a snake, a, an animal that represents it, and theirs is a snake. Of course it's evil. Yeah, but I think it'd been interesting to expand on that. That may be a spinoff thing where I'd like to see one who isn't necessarily an evil person but does have these They have traits. some. Name them. <laughs> well, I can't... Spoil like, anything. Spoil I know who things. you're thinking about it maybe, and I'm but, like, yeah, there's like an exception. But also, there's one, like, later on... I forget to mention, there's also The Cursed Child, and that's like... It was a play that was written... And I never finished it because I thought it was really boring, so I don't consider it to be part of the series because it sucks. Well, I, if and I'm not then again, I didn't finish it, but I it's a very slow start, and I've also heard it's there's not really a payoff, so I I'm, like it I, I don't like it. I heard that people don't really enjoy it too much. Sorry about interrupting, but the no, you're implications on I think something called a time turner, which basically is a necklace you can wear that can turn back the pace of time. I've heard that's a very big part of that play. I think towards the back end of it, and I've heard it really has some weird implications. Like, well, if you use it like that, then why couldn't you use it like this in the other books? And it's just better to assume that that's not the way it behaves and to ignore the play than to accept I never even got story. to that part. I was just reading it, and I was like, nothing's happening. It's nothing interesting. He's just being whiny the whole time because he doesn't like the house he was sorted into. And I was like, I'm not, I'm, I don't want to just hear this 12-year-old kid whine for an entire, like, how many pages of a book that's also written as a play. I will say, I could be entirely wrong on that. So just take what I just said with a grain of salt. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'm just telling you, I didn't get to that part, and it was just, it was terrible. Insufferable, even. So I would not recommend The Cursed Child. Do not read it. I literally was so excited when it came out. I got it right when it came out, and I started reading it, and it was terrible. Okay. I searched it up just because I wanted to make sure I wasn't just lying to an audience of people. It is an important part. I'm not going to get too much into it, but the problem is in The Prisoner of Azkaban, the third book, you're allowed to use the time turner, but it's implied you can't really use it to go further back than five hours. 
and that's just to ensure like you know you don't break the space time continue is their sense but in reality i think it's important to have that set in your story so you don't have the ability to you know something went wrong so let me go back 10 years and prevent it because that causes so many issues with storytelling where the solution would always be we'll just go back and die right but the cursed child i think goes back like 10 years and that's gonna cause a huge issue because that threw away what previously was like the established lore well yeah because it doesn't make sense if you do that even if that was never a rule then there'd be no reason for a story to be like oh let's go back in time and stop him from killing my parents or let's go back in time to when Voldemort was a baby and strangle him like it's it's pointless then if I can just go back and fix everything it's not even worth telling a story about this that's why time travel things just don't don't work yeah, no, as I say, as an aside, I don't enjoy time travel too much in a story because it becomes awfully just, then why don't you go back in time for every issue you have? And I, I don't know, it feels like a weak device, plot device, unless you have very s- restrictions that normally don't even make sense if you mention like that you can't go back more than three hours. That doesn't make much sense, but like I'm willing to accept it because at least it doesn't destroy your story. <laughs> think that it doesn't make sense because maybe like i mean if it's a thing well i guess if it's magical then maybe it'd be weird if it has limits i guess i don't know i was a kid when i first read them though i didn't think about that but anyway so yeah and the fantastic beasts like we said are a part of it technically but it's different characters and for those um the first one i really enjoyed the second one uh, it's kind of eh for me, and I didn't even see the third one because I heard such terrible things about it. So, yeah, that first actually... one watch, second two, meh, maybe not. Second is meh, third is I, I can't tell you, but from what I've heard, don't bother. <laughs> yeah, we were on our way to see it, and I got a headache, so we decided not to. And you're welcome, we didn't have to see it. <laughs> uh, I would call that an act of God where I'm from. <laughs> it's a very magical moment. But anyway, so we should probably go back. Okay, we did the houses. We need to go back to my favorite. Yes, we and went I'm on a sorry, long tangent. I'm sorry that this this format got a little wonky here, but you had to learn about the houses. It's very important. And actually, I'm going to go on another tangent afterwards because <laughs> okay, we still need to know my favorite. Okay. okay, my favorite. I thought about this, and I'm still not completely decided. I, I don't know. Do I really like them all. There's there's seven of them and I really like them all. Let me let me let me let me think. Break it down to two. That would be fun. Two. The two. Let's see. Because once you like three, that's half of them. Oh, <laughs> uh, the Prisoner of Azkaban's pretty good. I like that one. But I also like I like the Order of the Phoenix. I like I like the four. I don't. I really don't. I, just, I can't choose. Okay. Anytime we had to like, you know, you're in class and I'm like, tell us one fun fact about yourself. What's your favorite movie? I would literally just put Harry Potter series because I literally could not That's choose. not a favorite movie. I know movie. it's not a favorite movie, but I I could not choose. And it was between that or Iron Man 3, man. I mean... But Iron Man 3 is at least a movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm to put down my favorite movies, action films. My favorite movie is every Marvel film that's ever come out except for Howard the Duck. My favorite's Howard the Duck, frankly. <laughs> Okay. I don't know. I don't I really don't think I can choose. Well, I, t- I really can't. Talk to me about the Order of the Phoenix. It's good. Well, I mean, give me give me a rundown. What I do you like, like it. About? There's a lot of action. There's a lot of stuff going on and I can't say anything without there being spoilers. You can give like a basic oh, vague rundown. No. No, no. I can't. It's going to ruin everything. 
And I'm not about to do that. That's not what this podcast is about. We're on a mission to tell people to watch things. If I tell them every single detail, they will not watch it. (laughs) I'm thinking of a fake description of one-seventh the series. I talked about the Goblet of Fire, and I don't think I would. Yeah, but we just talked about the Wizard Olympics, basically. That's the entirety of the book. (laughs) No, I'm not telling you this person wins or this person's, like, gets... I don't... I'm not going to say anything because I'm afraid I'm going to ruin it. (laughs) I want people to watch it. So... I'll let you have this one. Alright. I don't know. Watch them all. They're all good. You know, they're all my favorite. There's not there's not one that's lesser than the rest. Unless we're talking about Fantastic Beasts, then don't watch the... Don't just watch the first one. Those are lesser. Those, those are lesser. And I'm not afraid to say it. They were not good. Hmm. And skip The Cursed Child, because it's crap. Alright, so... Um, what? Let's see. Do you, have, you haven't even read it. I'll throw a hot take. I will argue out of the seven, and I guess this is just the fact that it is your starting ground. I would say Sorcerer's Stone is probably the worst of the seven. It's not bad, but it's, it's the not. first one. You have to build the world. What do you expect? Oh, uh, look, I've just given an opinion. I didn't. <laughs> Don't look at me and be like, how dare you? I can tell I'm you. Very, I'm very protective of my series, <laughs> of my this. favorite movie. I see this. Not even All six. seven of my favorite movie. I wouldn't even say. Eight. <laughs> there's seven okay to put it in perspective there's seven books but the last movie is two parts so because eight. it's so long okay we should probably mention that if you're gonna watch the movies they are long movies normally they are not, not in that part yet excuse <laughs> me <I'm> just... <laughs> okay but anyway yeah so now second tangent uh, or third i guess not so many tangents. This this has been a fun this is one. What, this is what happens when you come on the show. This is this is what happens. All structure goes out the window. Don't throw me under the bus. <laughs> Alright. So, um I had a point with this. It oh, 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 second tangent. We did houses. Yes. But now we gotta talk about Patronuses. <laughs> okay, yeah, sure. Okay. Would you like to tell what Patronus is and what book it comes in? I'm be real with you. Someone doesn't <laughs> remember. Okay, look, look. One second. Let me let me hit it. Did it happen? It was Prisoner of Azkaban, right? Yes. And it's like a spirit animal, but like in a non-middle-aged white mom way. Oh my! I don't like the way you just described that. I think I actually hit it pretty nail on the head. I don't. It doesn't matter. I didn't enjoy that. <laughs> Go ahead. Your description of it. Then. Okay. So, before we talk about that, we need to talk about what the mentors are. Probably. Dementors are like little scary creatures that guard Azkaban, which is wizard prison, <laughs> basically. Wizard Alcatraz. No, it's wizard prison. Um, it's a prison. Well, yeah, well, well, it doesn't have to be Alcatraz, though. It's just wizard prison. And so they guard it, and they'll basically suck the soul out of you. So that's, that's what a Dementor is. So the... So that's what the Dementor is, and basically a Patronus is what you use. You say Expecto Patronum. That's the spell, and then you use it, and then the Dementors go away because they don't like it for some reason. And when you say it like this, it kind of sounds a little dumb. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I think my description is a little bit better, what? all things considered. I'm a spirit animal. What? Yeah, but I'm, I'm looking back, and I, did they have another purpose, or was it just for Dementors? Because if it was, then, like, are they just doing it so that it can, like, keep the 
wizard prison guards in check? Like, what's up with that? Um, they... uh, I I think that was its only purpose. You don't use it on other wizards. Because there are dark spells you can use and stuff, and different fighting things, because there's dueling and stuff, and it's a whole thing. But they only ever use it on the Dementors and Boggarts. That's how they practice with them, which are, are like little creepy crawlies in the closet, and you think of what you're afraid of, and then they become it. So they practice on that, and then they use it on Dementors. So I think that's really their only purpose. But anyway, you can have different kinds, like Hermione's, I believe, was an otter. Harry's was a stag. Yeah. Uh, Ron's was a... What was Ron's? Ron's was a rabbit? Maybe. Uh, maybe I could find it. If you just uh, give me a second. I'm, I'm sorry. Here. Ron didn't have a memorable one, apparently. But there's there's all different types. And if you actually want to find out your own, as well as your house, you can actually go on Pottermore, make an account, and take a little, te- a little test for both of them and figure it out. So that's pretty, pretty um, fun. So uh, that's another thing you can do. It has a lot of different types of media. It has different video games. It even has Lego games, which are personally my favorite. I had them all for the DS. It's very popular. It just has a lot of stuff. And mo- for the most part, I really enjoy all of them. Except the Cursed Child and the Fantastic Beasts 2 and 3. So, I am going to go ahead and ask our age-old questions. Unless you unless you found anything about... Oh. About his spell. No, I was trying to see if I could find some more Patronus stuff and, like, what it does. But I think it really was. I think that's it. I really think that's the only thing, which is just really strange to think about now. But I'm not about to start dogging on one of my favorite series. So, um, here, here's the age-old question. We're in that part of the show now. Is it bingeable? Yeah, I think it is. I enjoy it. I mean, we tr- we've tried numerous times to binge through it. It's just really a matter of time. That is rather, true. Rather than, like, we get bored. We really wanted to continue, but being in college is obviously a huge undertaking. We had homework. We haven't really had a time to sit with friends and go through them all. But I do think we could probably do it at some point. You can, because I've done it before with my family. And we also... It's great. It's great if you're going on a road trip somewhere. If Obviously, if you're not drive, the one driving. Um... <laughs> Please do not, I do not endorse, um, distracted driving, just so you know. I thought Um, you did, but... I do not. (laughs) I do not. Do not fly your broomstick and watch Harry Potter at the same time, please. (laughs) PSA for you all. Alright, and so, I would say it's bingeable, I agree, but there is the problem of time. If you've ever tried to watch The Lord of the Rings in one day, it is a tall task same thing here very 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 long each of them and all together it amounts to like you'd probably have to take either like two like two days i mean because you're not gonna just sit there the entire time all the way through and watch it is a multi-day it's like a multi-day thing like even if you just sat on the couch and watched them how many hours does it add up to i'm searching up right now that's there's definitely not too not and including a half hours. Fantastic Beasts. How how long? Um, and there are eight movies. Nineteen hours and forty minutes. Nineteen hours and forty minutes. So if you add those last three movies on there, even though I told you not to watch two of them, how you're, many would that be? That's, that's gonna be like, 24. That's you're gonna actually be like, over a full day. 
Yeah, so... You physically could don't, not watch you, it. You can't do it in a full day, but that's not just what binging is about. It can be a multi-day thing. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, the shows you've mentioned are not done in a single day. Or if you, well, you can. That's what I did with Velma. Yeah. I wouldn't recommend it. I already said that. But, but no, like, I meant, like, things like Breaking Bad, you can't watch it in a single day. There's way too oh, much no. content. Oh, no, 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 Same no, no. thing for, like, we talk about BoJack Horseman. They're 20-minute episodes, but there's, like... Right, right, right. right 80 right. episodes. It just yeah. can't be done. But... Definitely, def- I am going to say it now. I've determined. I've spoken. This is my show. Give it a watch. It is bingeable, and I love it. And now, normally, this would be it, but we have some extra time, so now we're going to address the drama. Oh, yeah. It's probably best. J.K. Rowling's been on one. <laughs> and always has. It's Been it, what? I, she's just been very polarizing, just overall awful on how she treats certain people and i understand that this is definitely a huge impact of it yes and so we're gonna go ahead and take a stance and we're gonna say we like her work we don't like Like her her. (laughs) we do not we do not support transphobia on this platform not okay and we don't agree with that and that is why we watch our DVDs that we already own. We supported her when we did, were not aware that she had these feelings. But you don't, you don't have to like a person to like their work. Because if you look into anything, you're going to find out that somebody on there was a real piece of crap. Because you can look at Rick and Morty, and a show that, that, like, Justin Roiland, terrible person. You look back at iCarly. Dan Schneider, terrible person. You look back at anything, there's going to be someone on there that's a real piece of work, most likely, because people, once people get in power, they think they can get away with anything. And it's important to realize, no, you cannot. You need to just like everybody. Oh, absolutely. And And, or you don't have to, but be nice. And you know what? That is a very magical thing to do. And, um, yeah, so... I would say you could binge it off of someone else's copy. That'd be a good start. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, a, whole, it's a whole ordeal. You don't want to support people that are terrible, but you know what? There are ways to watch your content and not. Support so, her anyway... We thought we should cover that here at the end, but that is unfortunately going to be all the time we have today. I hope you all had a magical time. I am your host, your that you know and love. And, of course, we had Mason this time around again, so thank you, Mason, for being here. Always happy to be on. All right. Well, that's going to be all for today. Thank you for listening to the Binge Podcast, and I'll talk to you next time.